Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. Okay, welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? I I couldn't tell you. Uh, I I had a bunch of notes prepared for this episode, and I wake up, and uh, Nazis have taken over the Capitol. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of scrambling to catch up here. Uh, first image I'm seeing is the halls of Congress... Uh, <laughs> the doors are barricaded and the Capitol Police have their guns drawn because <laughs> apparently the Proud Boys finally fucking grew a ball sack and decided to do something with their lives. Um, right. Yeah, I, I'm i looking at these images. I'm, I'm you know, kind of <laughs> amazed. Uh, right. Just, just tweeted out a little bit ago, you know, y'all shit on Stalin, but when Nazis tried to storm his Capitol, he didn't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so obviously we're gonna be talking about that uh also joining us this week special guest is uh brooke hines brooke also uh has a podcast on the uh progressive news network uh brooke thanks for coming on hey thanks for having me yeah absolutely absolutely uh, i was ready to talk about bean dad but uh (laughs) we're not gonna let that drop if anyone's happy about about this shit (laughs) If anyone's happy about this shit going on right now, it's fucking Bean Dad. Like, all the heat is completely taken off of him for his stupid fucking tweet. He's like, thank God. Right? He's like, nobody's going to remember me five years from now. Um, (laughs) God damn. Yeah. So, you know, obviously we had planned to come on here and talk about... Uh, the Georgia election results and the speaker vote, and we will get to those things later in the episode, but uh, we we kind of have to talk about uh, maybe the most insane thing I've ever seen um, in, in, in politics in my lifetime following politics uh, is, is just a bunch of uh, Nazi chuds uh, storming the Capitol building and literally breaking windows and smashing doors. Um, to get into the house chamber right now uh, and i did see some uh video uh of you know th- them walking uh inside the house chamber and you know there was one there was one picture of, of one of them sitting in uh the 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 you know presiding chair of the house like at the top of the you know where pelosi usually sits in front of um it, it's fucking Game wild bitch all you right. gotta do is it, sit in that chair and you fucking rule the seven <laughs> kingdoms Right. Or four, three, or however many he actually. Until Ned comes over. in and finds you and is like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Um, which uh yeah. So, you know, obviously this is um in response to the electoral vote certification that was uh taking place today. Uh Donald Trump, you know, it, it, still whining about losing, it had this massive rally uh downtown in DC. Uh, which which was fucking hilarious, by the way. I was watching it a little bit, you know, before we went on air, figuring it would just be him, you know, kind of whining and bitching, and not much would come of it. 
Um, but it would be just the visuals of it were hilarious because he he had this like full on like Pope like cube in front of him, like a bulletproof glass, you know, partition in front of his speaking podium. Um, and, and for some reason though, there were like some beams or some shit set up and it was reflecting in the glass. So literally there was like an X directly over his face. So I was like, Oh great. You just gave like, you know, a sniper, a completely, uh, like foolproof fucking target. Um, but it, so, you know, it was, you know, he, he, he was kind of, you know, out there doing his usual, uh unhinged stick and then uh obviously uh the lunatics that he riled up weren't just gonna you know kind of peacefully disassemble and and get back on their planes and fly back to whatever fucking states they came from they were gonna you know continue to to protest so they went straight to the capital and uh tried to uh and and successfully storm the capital and stop the electoral vote at least temporarily from taking place um even the vote itself, I don't know if you guys got a chance to catch any of that, but it was fucking wild. Like the, uh, so they started doing the vote count and of course you knew it would be a little chaotic because the Republicans just as a symbolic thing, because it, it had no chance of actually, you know, passing, uh, any kind of, you know, uh, overturning of the electoral results. You need like 60 senators to vote yes on it. Um, they, they did their objections and they were, you know, they had to recess to to debate and then deliberate and then come back and vote. But, uh, you know, those proceedings were pretty chaotic by DC standards and people yelling in the chamber and shit. Um, but nothing compared to what we're witnessing right now. And, and still I'm kind of monitoring the live feed as we speak. And there are people just jam packed on the steps of the Capitol, people still breaking windows. Although it looks like they have a lot of them boarded up at this point. Uh, if only Crazy there was shit, uh, a group of uh, street punks, rebels, whoever, who were opposed to the Proud Boys, who could have been there to stop them. If only. Uh, just right. laugh my ass off at uh, just all the liberals that, you know, said, don't don't show up to counter protest. Don't. you know, <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, did you, you you think this shit just goes away if you ignore it? You fucking cowards. Right. Right, exactly. And this is this is living proof of our our you know thesis that that's completely wrong-headed thinking and that you can't just let these people protest in a vacuum, which is the fucking line that people like Jank Uger push all the time is like, "Oh, don't, you know, don't give in, don't relent to them, don't, you know, just let them do their rally to nobody and blah blah." blah. No, this is what happens when you don't fucking beat the shit out of them and and fight them back is that they literally take over the Capitol building. Um and and you know terrorize everybody uh and you know uh, uh, there's a lot of angles obviously to discuss with this i mean obviously one of the one of the most interesting ones is that uh cops so far have shown incredible restraint in dealing with these protesters uh i mean imagine if this was you know a left-wing uh if this was antifa or even just like a general like left-wing mass movement like that stormed the capital because they were denying us health care or denying us you know survival checks during the pandemic both of which have happened in the last you know week oh, or yeah. so you remember, you remember the guy that landed the plane on the uh, white house lawn peacefully Did, didn't try to crash into the white house but he just landed a plane didn't they shoot him on the lawn no they didn't shoot him but it was like, like they were trying to basically that right. the whole city went on lockdown because this guy who was uh you know protesting the war landed like a little hang glider with like a like a you know uh 
lawnmower sized engine propeller, <laughs> you know, just a little, little prop <laughs> thing. And they were just like, you know, they went crazy about it. Right. Um, yeah. And, and you look at these pictures there's and I'm just a... like, go. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a, a, a story circulating. It says that it's um, uh, from sources and hasn't been confirmed, but that the uh, Department of Defense denied a request by D.C. officials to deploy the National Guard in the Capitol. And yeah. I think that's important because as we've been talking about all of this stuff about Trump and the possibility of uh, the there being a takeover or some kind of coup, I've been saying that it's going to be impossible for Trump to actually get all of the military on his side. You know, like, hey, it'd be great or and everything it, as far as he's concerned it, to try something like that. But I didn't think that the military would get behind him. And I think that the what, what we're seeing with Capitol Police today, it kind of look it to me, it 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 looks they look so lame that I can't believe that they aren't just letting right. this happen. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I mean when, when there's like a <clears throat> yeah, I mean, when you look at the, the videos of, you know, the uh, front line of, of these protesters, you know, tearing down fences and the cops just kind of stand there kind of like, hey, don't do that. Shoving them. It looks right. nothing like what I saw this summer in Chicago where police were just going fucking wild with batons and pepper spray and just a, a full frontal assault attacking people. And beating the shit out of them, breaking their arms and breaking oh, their fucking skulls. Instigating open. the conflict. I mean, they they, yeah. they instigated conflict uh, in, in, in Chicago. They didn't instigate the things. conflict in Chicago this summer. We did. <laughs> we definitely instigated no, that it, conflict, but that was on purpose. Insti instigated the violence, I should say. Put it that, like, you know, the fight between the two. Set. Like, they they were the ones came in, coming in with the fucking club swinging and the violent shoving immediately before you know like even no they, just... they retaliated after they got fucking knocked the fuck out because we threw 700 lacroix cans at them um but we know that they can retaliate <laughs> like that and we're not seeing that in washington dc right now they're just like oh yeah. the, you're coming in here to smash open the gates of of congress and take over the fucking gavel and we're just gonna oops i don't know here's a barricade we're gonna leave now have fun proud boys <laughs> If this was, yeah, if this was Black Lives Matter protesters, if this was Antifa, they would be firing live rounds at this point. I mean, there's no Absolutely. way they would have let, like, left-wingers into the fucking Capitol, through a broken window, storming the House. They would have been shooting. Like, it's just not even, not even a question. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, to your point, Brooke, I think it's not even that they'd be on his side, like, you know, standing physically behind him, like some kind of fucking, you know, coup government. Um, but, but no, they're not gonna, you know, th their heart's not in this fight. Their heart's not in this fight in terms of defending, uh, <laughs> you know, democracy, the government, whatever you want to say. I mean, and again, I'm not really shedding any tears for the people in, in Congress. I, I think, you know, obviously this is the kind of energy we need to bring to actual worthwhile causes, like fighting for our fucking survival, like fighting to get us healthcare and survival checks and all these things that the government willfully denies us that both parties willfully deny us. Um, it, it, it's just, but you know what, it, 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 it all, it, it, this doesn't happen in a vacuum. This is not just because Trump riled them up. This people are fucking desperate and, and, and furious with this, with the government and with the system that has fucked them over repeatedly their entire lives. And 
this is the kind of shit you know that that happens and i i you know as, as much as i don't support the motives of these assholes i do hope that this at least shows people that hey no you actually can you know uh, fucking demand uh something more and you you don't just have to sit back and take it when you don't uh like what the government is doing to you and, and the way they're they're you know fucking you over um and you know i, I we'll, we'll see what happens i th- i genuinely don't know what's going to happen after this. this is fucking wild like I, this is not anything uh like we've ever seen before in the u.s um we, we just, we've seen scrolling it in- through clips here right now just watching the fucking cops fighting with proud boys and man i've never right. rooted for more for the cops to beat the shit out of somebody before. <laughs> right i don't like i don't even know who the fuck like, well the, the funny thing is like i was watching some of the clips and again it's like you the difference though is that the only time they'll fight is if they're physically like you know uh, they're, they're not itching to beat the shit out of these people they're reluctantly being the shit out of them once the the, the crowd I'm starts just, like right i'm just like go take, a, take a swig at that cop and see what happens come on just like <laughs> fuck it. go ahead and try motherfuckers um, CNN is calling the protesters anarchists which i think kind of goes to your point <laughs> anthony right <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You the, stupid motherfuckers. Right? So so they're going to find a way to blame the left for this, 100%. Of course. Of course. And I, I was watching CNN, too, before we went on air, and Jake Tapper compared this to when the Vietnam protesters took over the Capitol and to physically stop proceedings. And like five minutes later, he's like, I should clarify, I'm not comparing the uh, the the protesters outside with the people, you know, protesting the Vietnam War. They were obviously trying to stop it because somebody got in his ear and was like, hey, you fucking dummy, don't compare people who are trying to stop a completely illegal fucking atrocious war to these idiots. Um, but that's just the way they think. That was like a really great insight into just the way their brains work, I think, you know, it, it, it's just there's a. Uh- breaking news that one person's been confirmed shot and DHS Homeland Security is reported on the scene. 200 Virginia state troopers on their way with some National Guard and Capitol Police used heavy chains to lock the doors of the tunnels, supposedly under the Capitol, um, Mm -hmm. and D.C. National Guard supposedly en route. So we'll see. It was a woman who was shot. Interesting. I wonder. I wonder what if she was like one of the protesters, or if it was one of the staffers. Because so, of course, they 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 evacuated all the uh, Congress people, but it does look like a lot of the staffers kind of got fucked over and left behind. Because I've you know, looking at some of the cl- the pictures and clips from inside the chamber, there's still a lot of people in there, none of whom are elected officials. So <laughs> it seems like, as per usual, they 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 abandoned the plebs and kind of just you know, it's just snuck hilarious out little... to me because like all these motherfuckers are the guys that drive these giant fucking pickup trucks with the blue lives matter and the, you know, the Punisher's skull. And these are, these are the people that are all about law and order. Right. And the minute they don't get their way, all that goes out the window and it's just, Oh, we're going to fucking burn. Like, why would they burn down their own capital? What what are these savages doing? Why would they be, why would they destroy their own nation's capital? (laughs) It's just ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's pretty. It, it's 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 pretty ridiculous. This is just a. I, I like. I genuinely don't even know what to think about this. It's such a ridiculous thing. I, I I don't know if you heard about this, but what the Proud Boys account on Parlor, um, because I guess they've been banned from Twitter, um, 
tweeted this out earlier today. Uh, extremely embarrassing to spend months mocking Antifa and licking cop boot, only to go out there and get absolutely rinsed by cops who were barely even trying. Weak stuff. Those teenage commies managed to take on and beat whole armies of cops and Proud Boys, and and uh, they're all skinny wimp soy boy betas. But we got scrubbed like it was nothing, and all for the sake of some rich orange pedophile who doesn't give a shit about any of us. Sad. <laughs> so you know, I, th- I take a lot of uh, joy in, in in just them realizing the the futility of 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 their fucking strategy and their bootlicking and all of that. Um, but you know, this really, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. This is just like obviously, this is fairly unprecedented for for. Uh, in u.s politics at least in modern times um this is exactly the kind of shit that we fund and unleash on the global south all the time like we we, right. we fund these, these chud you know uh separatist groups or you know uh, coup governments in venezuela and honduras and you know nicaragua all these places and this is the kind of shit that they do and they you know literally like are you know do this and they kill people and this is the kind of shit that we um globally export so you know it's kind of almost fitting that the that the fucking people in in congress from both parties who fucking support all of those coups wholeheartedly or even the the supposed people that are supposed to be on our side like aoc who you know defers to to democratic leadership on that matters like venezuela that they see the kind of shit up close and personal that we literally unleash and sanction all the time in latin america to your point anthony why would it happen now, right, if it's never happened here before, if not for Russia meddling with our election? <laughs> this is all because of Putin putting his his hackers and his, you know, his people out there to put up the event page on Facebook and inviting all right. their fucking proud boyfriend. This is this is all because of Russia stoking the flames of you know, like what I like, you know, they're going to go that they're, they're, that's oh, that's going to be the narrative. They're, they're saying that right now on MSNBC, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just uh, like, you know, this this couldn't possibly be a bunch just, you know, a bunch of homegrown racists who love fucking Donald Trump and believe any fucking bullshit they're told. Um, you know, this has got to somehow be Russia, you know, uh, you know the, the same way that they claim that, you know, the Soviet Union was behind stoking the flames of uh, black power back in the 60s. Um and, and essentially causing a bunch of riots back then. Cause of course, you know, black people couldn't have been pissed off. That they were being executed and lynched by the police back then either. Right. No, of course they would, they, you know, the CIA's goal was to tie communism to, to the civil rights movement to make it seem like it was, like you said, like a Russian op basically <laughs> just, this is CIA one one that they've always used to stifle left-wing movements. Um, it, it, it's just, it, Oh fuck! So I'm watching the footage now. People are scaling the Capitol bill like like Spider Man scale because it's pretty rigid. Like they're actually there are people on top of the Capitol building right now who have climbed up there. I hope they fall Jesus. to their deaths. Right. Um, right. You know, I mean, <laughs> we there, like, there's been what is happening. People climbing the it's, flagpoles to snatch down Confederate flags and shit before. So that's you know. No, but the building itself is like it, it, it's actually well, and a bunch of them also hijacked like one of those like window washer uh, like scaffolds. You know, the ones that that you can lower up, and they're like you know on the top of there waving their flags. I, I was pretty sure there was like Secret Service on the roof with guns, though. I'm surprised. Uh, I mean, unless they evacuated because it was just like fuck uh we're, we're clearly outnumbered here 
Oh, they've, they've the, unfurled the giant Jesus 2020 banner. That's uh, that's cute. the picture. The picture of the uh, somebody got inside one of the offices of a White House staffer and they evacuated, and their their computer screen was left unlocked. And oh, that's like, Pelosi's like, office. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, somebody's already photoshopped it to uh, have the the computer screen showing uh, Pornhub, uh, and the <laughs> caption is, "I'm currently inside Nancy Pelosi's office jacking off." <laughs> <laughs> so it's already become a meme. <laughs> wow. Right. I just Man. retweeted it, it, it a few. It is points. super funny. There's just a total lack of cybersecurity at these fucking geriatrics practice. Like you think that would be the first thing you do is just hit, like, you know, rip the power cord out of the wall Seriously, for your fucking computer. I, I worked at Department of State in a room where you couldn't bring a cell phone. And to get on right. the computer, you had to put your card in, your key card. And you and when you leave, you just pull the card out and the computer just goes, boop, turns off. And it's locked right. and no one else can touch it. Right. And this is the fucking the speaker of the house. And it's just like, oops, uh, there you go. Right. So maybe, hey, maybe something good will come out of this. Maybe we'll get some fucking shit that will be, be so unconscionable out of her emails that they'll have to, that she'll have to resign and, and fucking end her reign of terror. But, uh, you know, uh, not super hopeful, but we'll see. Um, you know, you were talking about Russia and, uh, and, all of that stuff. And, and that makes me think that we spent three years, four years uh, talking about Trump being a traitor. And I think kind of removing the value of the word being a traitor, you know, it's lost its meaning right. to the point where uh, people who were kneeling during the national anthem uh, were, were considered traitors or whatever. So it, the word has absolutely no meaning. So what do you, we're not left with anything to call people starting a fascist coup at this point. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like actual textbook sedition, like by, you know, by its definition, trying to overturn the results of an election. Um, yeah, I, again, I, I agree. It's, it's just very, you know, again, this is the kind of shit that, that hyperbole, you know, totally, uh, blunts and stifles is is the ability to actually talk about these things with an authoritative voice because the, the this is just you know this is the kind of shit that they acted like trump himself was doing for for four years and now that this shit is actually happening and and i think there uh, some of that has to go on to the media for propping up uh and, and making it seem like he was leading this fucking like revolution you know they really almost played into his his hands that he wanted to make it seem like he was not just some, you know, kind of business as usual Republican dickhead, which he mostly was, um, it, you know, except in some key areas where he actually was better than them, you know, in terms of foreign policy and shit. But um, it, it, they, they really almost played into his hands with this, where they now have give, given him this mass movement of people that I think inadvertently they woke up to the fact that they've always, you know, served state interests and, serve the interests of capital uh, and serve the interests of the, you know, the kind of media class. It, it, it's just, uh, you know, I, th- this, I, again, I, I just, I don't really have words for this because I'm just watching these fucking, it, it, this is insane. Oh yeah. Like, so I, the uh, shots fired inside the Capitol building, not, not oh, outside, shit. inside the Capitol building. Yeah. Uh, the person who was shot on that stretcher was getting wheeled out. Apparently was yeah. shot inside the Capitol. Um, Jesus. This is uh, CBS News, a clip from 11 minutes ago I just saw here. 
<laughs> they're they're wide uh, shot. Maggie they're... Haberman is reporting, and I just lost track of it. But Maggie Haberman is reporting that there, an explosive device has been found. Oh fuck! Damn. Oh, there, you... It was found at the RNC. That's interesting, and has already been detonated safely. Jesus. Oh, so so it actually it wasn't just a fake suspicious package. It actually was a Jesus Christ. Um. The uh yeah, I was when I was watching earlier, they said like multiple suspicious packages outside of the Capitol building were found. Like, because again, this is just an army of fucking unibombers. Like, this is this is the kind of uh people that Trump, you know, speaks to and attracts. Um, but it, it, it's just fucking nuts, man. Like, this is God. Cops damn. are taking selfies with the uh terrorists. Literally, hundred oh, oh, percent. Okay. Yep. Nice. <sighs> yep. And they wonder why we say defund the police, you know, like, right. well, if it wasn't for the police, the right. Nazis would take over the. Ca- no, they, they don't fucking. Nazis <laughs> have always been the capital. This right. is just performative. Right, right. So, yeah, I, the interesting thing is going to be when they try to clear these people out, because uh, they're going to they're going to need a lot of fucking guard, National Guardsmen or cops or whoever they you know, end up getting to come like or deal with this. Uh, there's a lot of fucking people like in on the steps in that area, pr- presumably hiding inside the building right now. Um, and, and I know it's almost minor in comparison, but I really do wonder how they're going to handle this in terms of counting the electoral votes because the process was totally um, mid. Like, I don't even know if there's anything on the rule books for how to handle a situation where the votes get stopped mid, you know, vote, vote counting, like the way they were. Seriously. Um, it's, it's like nuts. no touchback rules, right? Like tag, you're in, Bur- no touchbacks. <laughs> I, I, so considering they never finished counting the rolls, can we just declare Bernie Sanders, the interim president of the United States and just <laughs> right. And That's right. call it a day? Just, just pull it uh, right out. Affair. <laughs> right. These are all the people who were emboldened by Bernie not voting against the assault weapon, you know, like whatever fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> right. liberal right. liberal thing they think about Bernie and the NRA is, is the real I cause was, of it. I was thinking about it. I was like, hopefully they got him out at least, like got him to safety. Like these other people I, you know, could take or leave. But um yeah, man, this is fucking wild. So I mean, I guess, you know, it it, it does seem like for now that not that things have calmed down necessarily, but things are kind of at a stalemate for now until uh either the national guard shows up or a bunch of you know cop reinforcements show up um so i guess you know if anything else breaks on that we will report on it um but also apparently trump is sitting in the oval office watching this from his window uh according to <laughs> cnn which is it's you know, like it's like, like nixon up there just like <laughs> <laughs> right 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 to the vietnam protest just like <laughs> only flopping. instead of being afraid he's emboldened because he's like oh it's those like, are my people like, sir, are you uh, do anything? There's an <laughs> no? uh, image okay. right now going around of uh, the protesters <laughs> flying a Confederate flag inside the Senate chambers right now. Right. Uh, about an hour ago, actually, not right now. Sorry. Some, someone was making the point, and, and you know, semantically it's not true, but basically the, the, that the uh, Confederate flag never even reached the the chambers, you know, the, con- the, con- the congressional chambers during the Civil War. Um, which is which is true, you know, or, you know. It's, but then, and people were like, "Yeah," but then a bunch of fucking racists actually had Confederate flags in their office after the Civil War. Um, right. But but I but I get the 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 gist of what they're saying. So you know, again, this is obviously. It, 
does that say? Oh, someone left a note on Nancy Pelosi's file folder saying we will not back down. They're, they're just showing that image on CNN. Um, <laughs> th- this is fucking nuts. Yeah, hopefully they sterilize that chamber before they go back into it because some of these fucking people. Ugh. Oh, um, yeah. Talking about the fucking virus. These people right. all look <laughs> extremely unclean. These are, these are like the the you know the people that came over from europe just festooned with diseases like cholera <laughs> and smallpox like this is it this is your fucking <laughs> this is right ugh. god um all right well so yeah let, let's let's get into some of the other topics we were going to talk about because it yeah. does seem like for now at least things are kind of at a stalemate obviously if anything uh insane happens uh further oh wow they actually have a photo of this guy sitting at pelosi's desk <laughs> putting his feet up on her desk jesus christ man she's gonna be so mad <laughs> um but yeah, obviously the aoc could have done that all along and didn't. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck well let's let's talk about aoc uh shortly uh, but first let's let's talk about the election results last night in georgia um because you know this is uh, obviously I, this is not going to be a successful coup attempt <laughs> things are going to calm down they're going to clear these people out probably with tear gas probably you know with flashbangs etc cetera, etc cetera. and business will more or less get on as usual probably with extremely heightened security measures and uh even more draconian shit if you live in dc so uh that that's unfortunate but um the two Georgia races look to be uh, all but locked up for the Democrats. Uh, I think they already declared that Warnock, uh, the, the Reverend, won in in his race, and it does look like Ossoff is going to narrowly squeak by uh, in his race because the all, most of the outstanding ballots are from uh, like urban area, like mostly Atlanta and places where he's obviously heavily favored to to do much better so uh and i think he's actually slightly in the lead at this point anyway in the votes so it, it's all but locked up for him um, i mean it's so, pretty yeah. exciting uh because as joy reed pointed out last night on msnbc on her primetime show uh he's going to be the first jewish senator in u.s history did you right, guys I can't know think that? of another one I can't think of another one. So, I, I mean, that seems accurate to me. I can't think of I mean, one. I mean, I, 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 every I was, fiber for being right. If only there had been like Jews. Has there it, ever uh, been you know, a more ridiculous person trying to work their way through American politics? She has absolutely no grasp of the material. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Well, as I tweeted out last night, um, you know, if only Jews had prospered in media and broadcasting, you know, they could have been there to inform Joy Reid uh, about how she was wrong on that take. But uh, no. So there have been 36 senators in U.S. history who were Jewish. The first was elected in 1810, the year 1810. Oh, wow. So Damn. it's not like it's some fucking new thing. <laughs> and then people, of course, tried to cover her and said, well, she meant from the state of Georgia. Like, no, she that's didn't. Not what, she didn't. It's not what she said that. if she meant it or not. Like, that's right, not what she exactly. said. It's the same shit as like they're trying to defend Klobuchar saying that uh you know trump holding up the the bill over two thousand dollar uh survival uh-huh. checks right. was an attack on america they're like well she wasn't talking about the two thousand dollars she was talking about everything else that was in that there's no lime on him veto right so it's the same fucking thing there's no right. there's no two separate parts to that right so yeah i mean it does look like uh the democrats are going to have 
control of the Senate because it would be 50-50 and then you have the vice president as a tiebreaker. Um, They're going to have the House by like eight seats because they almost blew that lead. And they're going to have the White House. So they have a majority in all three chambers. Literally nothing stopping them from pushing forth the most progressive leftist, you know, wild pie in the sky legislation imaginable. Um, You know, uh, so there really will be no excuse when they don't pass it, although I'm sure they will come up with them. Um, And already, you know, you have Joe Biden the fucking day after this morning, actually the day after those election results came out, uh, putting out a statement about how he's still committed to bipartisanship. And, you know, I'm watching my, my screen right now and I'm watching these fucking chuds literally breaking windows at the Capitol. And I'm like, this is the group of people that Joe Biden wants us to compromise with. Like, this is it, it, it's fucking insane. And then people are like, oh, no, it's just Trump supporters, most Republicans. Ninety percent of the fucking Republican Party supports Donald Trump. So, again, who are you talking to saying that there's this this segment of the Republican Party that's not you know that 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 that's a good that are good people that want to see America but prosper and all this Anthony, shit. They're chanting USA USA while they're smashing the windows of Congress. <laughs> right. Like they, I right. mean, you, you say what you will about the Nazis. At least they love America. <laughs> right. Oh man, it's just again, he's just such a fucking right wing dinosaur. He has no business anywhere in politics. He's just the the most wrong person for the time and again this is on the fucking liberals who insisted on voting for him and allowing him to continue his charade of a campaign uh after it was on complete fucking life support after the early primaries you know this should never have been allowed to happen and and also i shouldn't you know neglect to mention covering up and excusing a complete fucking credible sexual assault allegation uh, because it happened to, you know, go against one of the people that they liked, one of their faves is Christine. But Pelosi it was by one of the top 10 lunatics of the year, according to that's, that's, uh, that's according to Mother Jones. Right. Mother uh, Jones. Would be, yes. Would be spinning in her fucking grave if she saw what was done in her name <laughs> on a regular basis uh, by Clara Jeffries. But it just oh, fuck. I, you know, again, if the, if, if, if this shows anything. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> When when Bernie was trying to get his people to vote for Biden, he was saying, you know, or to vote for in the Georgia election, it was uh, uh, the promise is that he would get the chairmanship of the budget committee in the Senate. And that that's significant. They're going to try to find a way to wiggle out of that, I'm sure, because with 50 people, you know, with a very slim margin in the in the Senate, they can do a lot of things if it goes through reconciliation, um, right. you know, like like appropriations or finance committee, he would have more power. But as budget committee chair, if they can do if they can have the balls to do reconciliation, then he gets a lot of power. Um, so it'll be interesting to me to see you know, how they how they try to steal that from That's, him, because right. certainly they will. Right. Well, they, they can, they'll just activate yeah. Joe Manchin to vote against whatever Bernie tries to. Right. And there. then they'll be like, oh, well, you know, we tried, but it's that 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 dastardly Joe Manchin's fault, even though, of course, Schumer behind the tables be like, hey, just, you know, help us out on this one, Joe. Make sure you don't vote uh, to give this 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 guy any power. They literally can pass Medicare for all through budget reconciliation, which Bernie has pointed out numerous times, even on the campaign trail. 
Um, th- there's so much they legally can do within the bounds of, 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 of congressional law um, to give us all of the things that we've been demanding and that we fucking need to survive. Um, Medicare for all could be passed through budget reconciliation. Joe Biden can abolish every single fucking dime of federal student loan debt, which makes up 90% of all student loan debt tomorrow if he well not tomorrow but the day he's inaugurated day one that of, of his inauguration if he wants to but he just fucking refuses and he and he either is such a moron that he doesn't understand or he's just gonna lie and pretend that he doesn't understand that the fucking already established rules of uh of, of government allow him to do these things the fucking green <laughs> new deal he can fund sorry uh his- so pete People were mo- real quick, guys. Uh, people were mocking Meghan McCain because about thirty minutes ago, she tweeted out in in the midst of all this chaos, she tweeted out, "I miss my father." <laughs> <laughs> and, and people fucking quote tweeted her and said, uh, "So somebody, somebody, uh, her name is uh, Kylie Brakeman, a comedian. We we uh, played a clip of her a couple weeks ago on the show. She retweeted it and said, I'm sorry, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I just went back and looked at it and it's, it's fucking Megan McCain deleted it. <laughs> Man, if, if only John McCain were here to crash a fighter jet into the steps of the Capitol and really, really cut right. this insurrection off. If only off John McCain head. was here to be dragged out of a lake and be stabbed in the penis with a bayonet. Oh man, Jesus Christ! Which, if you didn't know, that's what they did to him when they they shot him down, right. saved his life from drowning, and then stabbed him in the dick with a fucking spear. Right after he bombed the light bulb factory, you know, and killed. Yeah, a bunch after of he was civilians. committing war crimes. Right. Um, now, to your to your earlier point about Biden, you know, finding reasons not to to do the things that he that he should do or that he promised to do, I I totally expect the excuse now to be that uh, civility requires that oh, he doesn't do anything by executive order and that this uh, coup attempt shows how much we have to reach out and work with the Republicans on things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, they'll, they'll capitulate. They'll um, what's what's the word they always use for when the guy tried to, like, uh, appease Hitler. Right. Like the, uh, well, they the, just said appeasement yeah. or, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, appeasement. yeah I, I thought of the word as I was trying to figure out. <laughs> right. the like, well, we can't, we can't, you know, I mean, the, the Trump's tweets are just too powerful, you know, we can't, uh, you know, I, I, I personally lost an account on Twitter for using the idiom a hill to die on. Right. But right. we, right. we can't that. strip the president for calling for a coup and mass violence, uh, <laughs> against the United States. Like how, like what, what, what are the terms of service on Twitter that allows for that? Honestly? Right, right, and 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 also, by the <laughs> way, he's he's tweeted since and ha- and just basically been like, "Yeah, hey, everyone, stay peaceful, stay peaceful," as if they've been <laughs> super peaceful so far. Didn't tell them to disperse. Didn't tell like it's just yeah, right. So okay, so apparently CNN's reporting the entire National Guard has been activated. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens. It, it's taking them an awfully long time. I think someone had a really great tweet. Um, I guess the National Guard is busy. It was something to the effect of like, I guess the National Guard is busy uh, in Portland making sure that nobody throws a brick through the window of a Costco. That's why they can't make it down to D.C. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, so this is wild. But uh, so, yeah, so the GA. So, again, the Democrats are going to have control. I, I think 
and I could be wrong and, you know, we'll have to look into this, but I believe that Bernie automatically assumes chairmanship of the budget committee because he is the most senior ranking member. And that's the way that the, the, the rules are set up for committees. And now that the Democrats are in power, whoever's in power, the, the party that's in power puts the most senior member of that committee in the, mm. in the chairship. Now, again, they might, who knows with these fuckers they might be like well he's not technically a democrat so he can't be there but you know again we'll see what happens um yeah it does give him actually a tremendous amount of power even more so than you know we we, we kind of thought uh that he might attain and it the great thing that people point out is he actually will be able to uh take on biden directly with 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 some of his his budget priorities and and put the heat on Biden to either deny the priorities of his fucking base and make him look like the Republican that he is or go along with them reluctantly, like the same way he, you know, quote unquote, supports the two thousand dollar checks, you know, as he was asked and running away from reporters and just, you know, casually said yes over his shoulder. <laughs> Literally know? just said the word yes and then closed up his trapper keeper and then walked off the stage. <laughs> right. Can you imagine like somebody asked Bernie says, hey, do you support two thousand dollar checks? He would fucking talk your ear off for 20 minutes about why it's not only something he supports, but why it's necessary for people's survival. And Joe Biden, who is a fucking austerity king, uh, hates giving people money to for for their survival. Was was so fucking furious that he had to uh, do it, and that B- Bernie forced him into doing it. Well, I mean, let's be real. We talked about this, I think, two weeks ago, last time we had an episode. But uh, nobody was even. T- they were talking about doing a stimulus with zero direct payments to Americans until Bernie forced the issue of the checks. Uh, and then, you know, they, they reconvened and eventually agreed to the shit fucking compromise of uh, $600, which I'm not even getting by the way, even though I got the first check because TurboTax apparently lost everyone's fucking money. And now you have to basically claim it on your taxes. So that's, you know, real great to all these struggling Americans who are fucking barely getting by and not being able to pay rent, uh, that anyone who used TurboTax last year is probably not getting their stimulus until tax time. Uh, which is like three months from now. So great. Yeah. Great I job. think that's going to be a lot of that's fun. That's infuriating. We already you know, got our $600 or however much it was. And it just showed up. In one in the place. I didn't get that shit. I didn't get a right. fucking dime. I, when I, you know, you it was 9 million Americans yeah, didn't that didn't get their either, right? Hello? Check. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get the Can first one either, right? I didn't get the first one. Yeah. And the idea that I have to wait till, uh, till tax time. April 15 of this year to uh, cl- try to get a rebate on my income tax when I made no income for this year. How the fuck does that work? Right, right. When they're still going off the 2019 returns. So it, it's just. Which I didn't have then that year either. Right. right. And it makes and not no because I didn't work, but because I don't really, I don't often file tax returns because I just claim on my W-4, whatever the fuck it is, what I actually earn. Right. right. So I'd rather keep that money uh, in my paycheck rather than have the interest hold on to it interest free and then have to, you know, means test it to get it back from the government. I just keep it in the first place. Right. But apparently if you don't file a tax return, uh, it's you're no longer a citizen in this country. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And, you know, it's just such a it's just another insult on top of insults. And I and of course, I, yeah, I'm in a very minor case because I, you know, I'll whatever i'll figure it out i was hoping to get that money to pay off the fucking surprise 450 and fifty dollar tax bill that the, that the state of connecticut dropped on me that was due 
uh, February 1st. So that'll, we'll figure, we'll figure that one out. But, um, you know, it, it's just, again, and there are people in, you know, and I was reading, you know, some of the articles about how TurboTax fucked this up and are refusing to do the right thing. Cause H and R block also fucked this up, but they were forwarding the money to the accounts that they had on file for all these people who filed with them, which is probably costing them money. But they knew that like, Hey, in the long term, this is a smart thing to do because people are going to be furious with us. If we don't, um, but TurboTax is like, no, we're just going to send your money back to the IRS and they're not going to have time to reissue them to you. And you're going to have to file it as a tax rebate come tax time. Um, and I was reading through the replies of that and just people like, I'm literally, you know, waiting for this check so I can feed my family. I'm literally waiting for this check so I can pay my rent so I don't get evicted. I'm going to be evicted in five days, you motherfucker. Like, and just, they don't care. They don't give a fuck about us. Like, it's just so obvious. And again, this kind of energy to fucking break down the fucking doors and windows of the Capitol needs to just be kept on an ongoing basis until they give us recurring fucking monthly checks to get us through this fucking pandemic that they exacerbated with their inaction. I mean, this is, it's just fuck. Like it, 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 I, again, this is the kind of energy we need to keep for actual causes that are worthwhile. Not, you know, <laughs> as the proud boy said, protecting an orange pedophile. Like that's, uh, you know, obviously not a worthy cause, but this is a worthy, uh action that that we should fucking take note of how successful it can be when you have the numbers to fucking do this and now biden's talking i'm sure in the winter too like where did all the energy from the summer go as soon as it got cold right Right? there's nothing no one's fucking doing shit right now uh as far as protests for any kind of left-wing causes Right. And it's it's like if those motherfuckers can flannel up and storm the Capitol, what the fuck are we doing? Right. Why aren't we out in the streets every fucking day still? Right. We should be. Yeah. We, yeah. Fuck. Uh, you know, so again, the, you know, they have this lead, but it's a it's a 50 50 tie with the with with Kamala as the tiebreaker. And they're going to just use every excuse they can in the book to not push anything that actually will help people and continue their fucking austerity politics. Um, and we have to do everything we can to not let them do that. We need to be protesting on the steps of the Capitol. We need to be doing every fucking thing within our power, uh, to force them to do the right thing because they will never do the right thing. None of them, not a single fucking one of them will do the right thing unless we force them to. Um, and, and, you know, again, we tried to do that with the speaker vote and look how that fucking turned out. Like it just didn't even, because all we did was kind of yell at them and nothing really, came of it but uh, you know again that's something we we talked about how important it was to actually fucking make a stand and how there's no reason on earth that nancy pelosi nancy pelosi should be speaker you know number one because they had enough votes to deny her speakership in perpetuity and that was my thing i was like i supported force the vote because it was an organized action but i was like honestly we shouldn't even force the vote for concessions we should just not we should just deny her the speaker chair like i think that was a more um worthy outcome but regardless i supported literally extracting anything for your fucking terrible vote for a fucking ghoul like nancy pelosi and of course the entire squad voted for nancy pelosi after a token uh resistance you know non-vote during the first roll of voting and then on the second roll they all voted for her so it was just it was for nothing they she was down like the the three votes, right? Like everyone said, oh, well, if they all vote against it, then the Republicans going to be Speaker of the House, which is not how it fucking works, Jank Unger. 
Uh, and he knows that. He's just lying. Right. No, he's, he's just a fucking piece of shit. Bloated head piece of shit. Um, right. And what was the last three? It was AOC, Corey Bush, and Barbara Lee. Right. Were the three people. They, you only needed those three to abstain. And those three had enough support that, like, they they could have done it. They could have gotten away with it. They could have fucking made a difference. Right. And, right. you know, AOC has has said that playing nice and being polite doesn't get shit done, that you have to do something different. Uh, and, and yeah. Well, AOC and the squad don't have any any leverage with Nancy Pelosi because Nancy Pelosi hates them. And the way Pelosi runs the house is completely personality. It's not ideology. So they honestly didn't have anything to lose by taking a stand because they're already on the outs with her. Exactly. So, yeah, I wanted to get to this, uh, this clip we had of Jimmy Dore. Um, we didn't really want to talk about Jimmy Dore too much because that discourse is just kind of annoying, but, uh, it, clearly the people who, you know, like OC, uh, like AOC is a personality, but don't give a shit about Medicare for all are likely the people that voted for like Liz Warren or, you know, wanted to vote for Kamala before she dropped out or voted for Klobuchar club club fucking anyway, <laughs> it, it, it's like they're using, they're trying to use Jimmy Dore's abrasive personality is the reason why we shouldn't fight for better things and why we should give a pass to the squad, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, these mental hurdles they have about like why it was okay for them to do what they did and why there was nothing to be gained from force the vote. Right. So Anthony, do you have that, uh, that first bit of uh, audio queued up? Yep. I am just getting it. Set this is here. the crazy part about the go. squad, uh, the fraud squad. Here's the crazy part. We're just asking them to do what they were advocating for on December 2nd. On December 2nd, Ocasio-Cortez tweeted out, the thing that critics of activists don't get is that they tried playing the polite language policy game and all it did was make them easier to ignore. She said that. So I stopped playing the polite language policy game and I guess what? They couldn't ignore me. It wasn't until they made folks uncomfortable that there was transaction traction to do anything. Even if it wasn't their full demands. That's on December 2nd of last year. December 2nd. That's just a month ago. She said this. The thing that critics of activists don't get. So she's a critic of me right now. She's a critic of my activism. And I'm going to show you. Is that. They they're they tried playing the polite language policy game, and all it did was make them easier to ignore. It wasn't until they made folks uncomfortable that there was any traction to do anything, even if it wasn't their full demands. That's what we just did. We made her uncomfortable and the squad. They had to address us. They went to The Intercept. They did a softball interview. She went online. Justin Jackson cleaned her clock. Justin Jackson, a better journalist than Jeremy Scahill at The Intercept. Justin Jackson cleaned her clock. We made them so uncomfortable. Well, she also tweeted out on December 2nd, the whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Activists take the, that discomfort with the status quo and advocate for concrete policy changes. Popular support often starts small and grows. To folks who complain protest demands make others uncomfortable, that's the point. So if you're telling me to be nicer to the squad, fuck you. You can go 
fuck off. Because you're a child. That's wrong. <laughs> that is not how politics works. Exactly. And you know it. Mm-hmm. You can clip that out there. Right. Yeah. Uh, so so the people that, that think that he's a grifter, that he's just saying things he doesn't believe, like, do you know what that word means? Like, <laughs> he's making a really fucking good point there. Right. That's the most overused word in, in online discourse is grifter. Like, there's a very specific definition of grifter, but, you know, in politics, right. especially somebody right. like Dave Rubin, who, you know, either does, knows nothing about politics or doesn't believe in anything that they're saying and just recites it because they get paid to. You know, Dave Rubin, sure. Candace Owens. And now, you know, within the last six months, it just means anyone I just disagree with is a grifter. Right, right. That exactly. No, like you could just. We've, could we've got it. to be able to recognize when uh, we're being gaslit and when we're being manipulated, because that's pure propaganda. That's pure, uh, uh, like, uh, language warfare in a way. Uh, it, he's a comedian and he has a show on YouTube. And uh, and guess what? A bunch of people just uh, stormed the Capitol building. So let's talk about civility here. You know, where where's right? <laughs> where is the right. moderation in this in this well, discussion? And, and also like people just taken to calling literally anybody who makes money off of um, off off of, you know, providing news and or entertainment to people, a grifter like they mm-hmm. literally, you know, Ben Dixon, who's actually probably a cl- the closest person to a grifter in this whole conversation, because he's literally just trying to do all this to get a job on MSNBC. Oh, which he, it seems he, like he the, the accomplished doing the Obama thumb for emphasis, oh. you know, on his <laughs> just practicing that <laughs> shit in the mirror, you know, not, not too aggressive, but not too flaccid either. You know, strong thumbs, not a weak hand, not a point. Is, yeah. It was fucking right. what we're selling um, is revolution. Oh, that's what he yeah, said. Yep. The, <laughs> <laughs> the revolution and will that, be televised on Amazon Prime. And that, and by the way, that was monetized. Yeah. And, and he fully came full circle with his grift the other day when he talked about, you know, having Jason Johnson on a show and how he used to think he was bad. But he th- now he realizes he's just like him, a, a fellow pr- pr- proud black man who who just, you know, cares deeply about civil rights. Jason Johnson, by the way, who's a, a Republican, I think, from all by all accounts, he's very cagey about his political affiliations. Um, who, who, you know, t- talked about the island of misfit black girls because there were uh, some, you know, black women that supported Bernie Sanders over one of his fucking segregationist candidates during the primary. Um, yeah, he's a piece of shit. So, uh, no, but like with Jimmy and again, you know, I know I said this when we had LaDonna on, like the people, first of all, the reason I was always saying like, I don't want to make it about Jimmy is not because I don't support Jimmy, but I, people who are against this have no argument against the actual strategy and they can't admit that they're just fucking stands of these politicians and they're doing the same shit that liberals do with Pelosi and with all of these people is completely absolving them from accountability for doing their fucking jobs that we put them in that seat for. Um, they can't admit that. So they have to attack Jimmy as a person. And, you know, people like like uh, uh, Ben Dixon were posting like, oh, you know, man with one point nine million dollar house attack. I'm like, how is that literally any different from all the liberals who are talking about how Bernie Sanders has three houses or, you know, you know three much, winter coats. Or, you know how much of a house you get for $1.9 million in like Los two bedrooms, Angeles? Probably. <laughs> like, right. Mm-hmm. They're like, they, people are calling it a compound. Like, it, it, like I saw pictures of it. It's a fucking ranch style house. It's a very house, modest house. It's a yeah. one floor house. <laughs> it's Los Angeles. Look up the fucking real estate there, people. 
Right, well, right. Like Jimmy Dore is some kind of, uh, you know, like, like he's supposedly profiting off of journalism or something. But Jeff Bezos is perfectly OK. You know, right. he just well, got. Like, and again, like. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. But just people like paying you because they appreciate the work that you do is not grifting. That's not mm -hmm. the same thing. Like, people don't understand like you know again again like our show we don't you know we, we don't make any money but like we, we do it for the love of the game but like at some point you get to be at a level of prominence where enough people watch your shit that they want to support your show that's not grifting that's like making a living off of doing something that genuinely uh is a net positive in society versus fucking get making money you know uh, well you and, know, and people's money around or something you know one of the, the other yeah. The big tell of a grifter is the minute they don't make the money, they quit. <laughs> you know, like the crazy right. scene podcast lasted all of 10 months uh, and they were only popping out like 20, 30 minute episodes, too. And they had nothing to talk about uh, other than like cuddling in the womb. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> creep. Uh, it, like the Joe Biden podcast lasted all of seven episodes. <laughs> Seven oh episodes because no I think he didn't realize he was actually on a podcast. They just stuck him in a room. <laughs> yeah, yell at they just cobbled together a bunch of like pieces of audio that they were able to right. you know, make coherently. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's like, what do you, you know, the people are like, oh, it's just angry white man. He's just trying to make people angry. That they shouldn't be angry. They should just be happy because AOC is there and Cory Bush is there. And Jamal yeah. Bowman's like, what are they there for? What is the purpose Dude. of electing black and brown candidates to office if they're not going to fucking do anything, right? If they're just going to side right. with the Nancy Pelosi capitalists, right? And what, like, it's then it's just performative at that point. Like, when do you finally say enough is a fuck enough? And that's what Jimmy Dore is doing, right? Like, you don't like him personally, fine. If you think that the strategy of force the vote wasn't you know, long-term worthwhile. Sure. I can understand that nuance possibly, you know, ultimately we know that Pelosi was going to get elected one way or the other. The point was to make a moral stance and to expose the people that didn't actually support Medicare for all. So we could fucking primary those assholes. They've been right. sitting on and their ass pretending that they do. And you're like, I don't want Jimmy Dore to remind me that the Congress doesn't represent the 88% of, of uh, Democrats that want Medicare for all. I don't want to be reminded of that fact. Right. 70% of all away. Americans. Right. Um, well, and, 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 you know, the other thing with the whole force the vote thing is it wasn't, and it was that, but it was also the fact that it, it, once that happens, that becomes national news that, that a bunch of Democrats are denying Nancy Pelosi, the speakership until she agrees to vote on healthcare for everybody in the middle of a fucking pandemic, that's going to be all over the place. And all that's going to do is grow support for Medicare for all and pressure every number one, every Democrat to vote for it because you, you are a fucking pariah. If you deny people healthcare during a pandemic, um, especially, and, and now that the Democrats have taken fucking Georgia, uh, or taken, you know, taken the Senate because of Georgia, they literally have the votes right now to pass Medicare for all through budget reconciliation, but they won't do it and they won't let it come up for a vote. And they could have fucking forced Nancy Pelosi's fucking hand, but they won't do it because they care more about their fucking careers than actually doing the things that they claim that they supported and the claim that there was the reason they got into politics. And if you're fucking denying that or yelling at me on Twitter for replying that to fucking AOC, then you should really 
think about whether or not you're the same exact person as all the liberals that you've, you know, bashed over the years for being, you know, uncritical fucking defenders of politicians. You're doing the exact same thing right now. That's exactly what you're fucking doing. If these people, you know, who we put in those seats are who activists put in those fucking seats. The activist left put AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, all of those people in their fucking seats. If they're not going to represent us and, and legislate the way that we would legislate and the way that we need them to legislate for our survival, then what fucking good are they? Why are they there? Why are we they're supporting no them? They're absolutely Everybody no does and everybody understands accountability politics. And, you know, if, if you think back to the Tea Party and how they showed up at uh, town halls on uh, ACA, they showed up at town halls with with, you know, rifles and shit. Right. You know? I mean, that's that's a lot different than a a comedian you know, calling someone to account on YouTube. So right. what I think we have here is a lot of dishonest, uh, you know, paid political actors who are, you know, getting into the, you know, getting into the narrative and just trying to bend it in their direction so that they can continue to serve the interests of corporations. Right. Well, Absolutely. clearly, uh, you know, a Nazi MAGA proud boy storming the Capitol, uh, as unruly and chaotic as, as it is, is nowhere near the level of violence as Jimmy Dore saying the word fuck. <laughs> oh, I, oh, man, we even mentioned right. that. That was the best. Oh, but do we have that tweet? Do you have that save? I got to pull that up. If not. While you're looking um, for that, last uh, night I uh, I watched the, um, the the new Netflix series about swear words hosted by Nicolas Cage, and it's fucking oh, hilarious. Oh and, and I, you've gotten criticized for saying the word fuck a little bit too much on this show. Uh, you know, I'm from the Midwest. Anthony's from the uh, uh, East Coast where, uh, you know, fuck, fucking, fucking everything, every other word is fuck out there. Um, and they talk on this series, in this Netflix series, uh, about the like how important it is to swear as a survival mechanism and how, like how your adrenaline goes up and you can like withstand pain longer while you're swearing. And they did an experiment on the show where they had people like hmm. stick their hand in freezing water. And some of the people were allowed to swear while their hands in this ice cold water. And some people weren't allowed to swear. And the people that were allowed to swear were able to keep their hand in ice cold water like <laughs> twice as long. That's really funny. Yeah, wow. it's like, a, and, and they talked about like how there's a part of the brain that just like it, it releases more, you know, adrenaline and more like fight or flight type uh, chemicals uh, throughout your body if you're allowed to say words like shit and fuck, right? Uh, it's, and it's, it, it's a, it's like letting off frustration. It's like literally like releasing steam almost. It is. Your body is. feels like, mentally. but it's also you know it makes you feel better on a level you're not even aware of right and when when your brain decides to like slip that word into things like you stub your toe and you're just like ah fuck like that's right. that's not you deciding oh i'm gonna be vulgar i'm gonna use the right. violence of right. language that's you just your brain is just this is the thing that i need to you know exclaim in order to feel better right mm -hmm. so any of our critics out there they're just like oh, why do they swear so much Fuck you. It would be really good if you, you swore like 50% <laughs> less. Like I all the time fucking comments like that. I'm like, then don't fucking listen. Like that's not 
I don't I don't want to police the way I speak. I don't want to be right. thinking in my head like, oh, I need to I need to swear less. I need to be more I need to sound more like the people on NPR. That would really, you know, make the show a lot better. Like, no, it wouldn't, <laughs> because then I wouldn't be, you know, in the fucking moment. I wouldn't be, you know, expressing myself. That's I would right. be anyone tells me exciting. to swear less, I'm just gonna swear more. Sorry. Right. It's, so so it's, you know, the, why we're why we're talking about this is is AOC again like who totally just went into gaslight mode because she for the first time was feeling activist f- like ire from her left uh, which was an unfamiliar <laughs> sight you know feeling for her for the most I mean like obviously there's always been voices like that but like a, a mass movement of of you know activist ire from her left and so in her tweet thread she said uh, and to be 100% honest, it was hard during this uh, to be targeted and marred as some sellout enemy of the people over a late tactical disagreement over one floor vote. Also a bummer to see figures excuse comments like F her and F anyone who protects her. That's not tone. That's violence. To which people replied, hey, you know, when you, when you deferred to Nancy Pelosi on the fucking bloody coup that we supported in Venezuela, was that violence or was that not violence? Like, it's just it's so fucking insulting to our intelligence to fucking claim that people saying the, the, the like fuck is violence to her. It, it's just it, it's really like literally any time that she's not on the floor, you know, uh, screaming till she's blue in the face about the atrocities that we're carrying around, uh, carrying out in the world that's violence not fighting every second that you're in the, the in congress on the house floor for fucking medicare for all healthcare for everybody during a pandemic that's violence fucking people being saying nasty words to you on twitter isn't fucking violence and maybe you're not cut out for fucking politics if you think that like that's it's just so insulting on so many levels to even claim that. Well, but and then this this fucking guy who claims to speak for all of the DSA saying that well oh, I, I I would punish Jimmy Dore for his abusive language like he's not in your fucking that would be a violation of subsection in the first place. You know I, I love when when people pretend like you're like they have authority over you and it's like nobody takes your fucking DSA bullshit seriously anymore, right and. The, the notion that you know that cursing is abusive language no it fucking isn't it right. depends on how you use it in every well, their, their power is totally threatened by by this force the vote approach you know they they're not expecting to be held to account and and the thing about language too is i freaking love this because words do have power and beyond the 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 way that our bodies react, you know, to pain and stuff like that, words have power with other people. And when you say "fuck you" to somebody in front of you, you're, you're you're pushing at them. She felt right. that, and so she pushed back. And so it tells me that we got in her head, and, her. and to me, that's a win. Right, right, Absolutely. and and you know, and I also I think I tweeted this to her, and this is what. You know, I, I got beset by the simp army of AOC for fucking daring to 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 speak <laughs> ill of her. Very much reminded me of when you tweet it like Hillary Clinton and, and her fucking minions would respond to you. Um, I was like, you know, you saying uh, the word fuck is violence tells me that you haven't been around uh, working class people an awful lot in your life because that <laughs> is so like just within the baked into the lexicon of just the way people talk who are just working class people who you know don't feel the need to talk like they're they're like you know like i said like they're in, the being interviewed is, by terry gross at all times the thing is she has she was a fucking bartender well, in yeah, new york city like, she's, she's heard the word fuck her. more than any of us <laughs> right right <laughs> right that's the weird thing it, 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 the thing that's awful is it only took her two years to forget that 
Yeah, to be completely subsumed by the DC machine. And, you know, and again, some of her excuses were like, oh, well, this was a an ill-timed, you know, last-minute thing. It's like, motherfucker, you've been in that seat for two years. Why weren't you planning this entire time to unseat Nancy Pelosi? Why didn't you have, oh, well, there was no candidates to run. Why didn't you run? Why didn't you convince Barbara Lee to run? Why didn't you convince Pramila Jayapal to run? Why did you not have an organized effort? Why did we have to force you to fucking even address this? Why were you just prepared to fucking reelect Nancy Pelosi, who's literally been a, a, a stopgap to everything that you say you support and everything that would help us fucking survive the pandemic and the climate crisis and everything else um and just the brutality of capitalism in general if if you actually cared about those things why didn't you prepare for this well that's the, not the our real fault. that's not our job, that's your job is going to be when you know pelosi says this is her last term you know as, as a congresswoman right. when there is going to be a huge power vacuum the real tell is going to be to see who the progressive caucus lines up behind, because I guarantee it's going to be still like the furthest to the right person possible. Well, they'll just go with whoever the party selects. Cause you know, the party's got Hakeem Jeffries lined up to, to take her spot and he's fucking terrible. He's, he's atrocious. He, he gr- begrudgingly signed on as a co-sponsor to Medicare for all would never actually allow it to come up for a floor vote. He only did that cause he was getting massive pressure to do that from, re- you know, like facing a primary basically um and they'll just be like oh well he's a co-sponsor medicare for all this is great news just more gaslighting bullshit right like telling us that uh you know choosing near tandon was a, a olive right. branch to the right. left right. Exactly. <laughs> like, Same shit. Fuck. Uh, well you know we've talked about gaslighting a few times today and with regard to how the left is being uh treated and you know, that's kind of the language of um, of relationships and psychology and stuff. And so what do you do when you're in a relationship, when you're being gaslit? You know, you you, you either get out of the relationship or, or you push back as hard as you can or else you're going to be stuck in that abusive relationship for the rest of your life. So, you know, all of this, all of this is it makes absolute sense. It's not coming it's it's not incomprehensible it's we're gaining more power and they can't stand that you know because it threatens their ability to make more money and get more power because they won't be able to serve their corporate interests and you know it's it's all an indicator to me as uncomfortable as it is is an indicator to me that that something we're doing is working I, I definitely agree there. Um, it's just, will it be something that actually leads to creating a real viable third party, right? Mm. Or or is it just going to always be, you know, wanting to elect left-leaning Democrats and then watching them turn into the next Nancy Pelosi, right? But also, I don't really give a shit because I know nothing's going to fucking change on that end. And honestly, we didn't burn down enough Arby's this summer. Like, that was the shit right. that was working. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's 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 just it's a shame to always see the same fucking thing. It's it's Lucy yanking the football out from under Charlie Brown every fucking time and then saying, I won't do it again. No, just go ahead. Come on. Kick the ball. Um just looking over my notes here, I had I had some other things I wanted to jump into. I might save that for next week. Um, 
one little bit of good news. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, stay positive and always have a little bit of good news. I don't know if you guys have read much about this, but uh, the Google workers are launching a fucking union. Uh, did you guys read about this? Whoa, no. Yeah. Yeah. And usually you don't announce your plans to form a union until you already have the votes locked up to win it. This is very different because uh, this is this is actually uh, they announced yesterday. It's not just Google, but it's the entire like group of companies uh, owned by Google's parent company. I know it's crazy to think that like Google, as big as they are, has a parent company, but they do called Alphabet. Right. And this would encompass 120,000 employees that work for Google and their parent company, Alphabet. Um, so I'm just going to read through the couple paragraphs I have here. On Monday, workers announced the establishment of the Alphabet Workers Union with the support of one of the country's largest labor unions, the Communications Workers of America, CWA. In order for Google workers to formally unionize, Google will need to voluntarily recognize their union, which they won't, or more than 50% of the eligible union members will need to vote for uh, for, uni uh, for unionizing. Uh, Google workers cited the company's response to sexual harassment, drone contracts with the de uh, Department of Defense, and the recent firing of uh, Timnit Gebru, a leading black artificial intelligence researcher. Her specialty was uh, essentially ethics. <laughs> and she said that Google's AI program was racist, which it is. Uh, so they fired her for that which it was an, a big part of why they're trying to form this union because Google is becoming more and more evil after they dropped their slogan, don't be evil, which was hilarious to me. Um, essentially, the, the uh, said so the union would provide structure for workers to ensure their values are respected by the company. So that's a big deal. That's some great news. Uh, and to announce it so early, uh, to make it like a huge PR campaign rather than like kind of do it in secret like most unions do until they're ready to actually do it uh, is a little bit different strategy. But, you know, with 120,000 employees nationwide or, or globally, uh, potentially, that is, um, you know, a much more public effort on their part, apparently. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, CWA is is actually one of my favorite you know they're they're one of the better unions actually i at least in florida from what i see and that is a, a nice piece of good news in a week that is just freaking grim but we also had the julian assange uh extradition denied so that was a little bit of good news but then he was denied bail today um but you know we'll see He's got to get out of Belmarsh at some point. It's just ridiculous yeah. that they're still no, holding on. It really is. Yeah. So um, that's great news, though, that, that the Google workers and Alphabet uh, group, whatever the fuck they're called, are unionizing. <laughs> and hopefully that uh, yeah. works out. But they'll do everything they can to crush it because we saw it happen in California with Uber and Prop 22. So hopefully uh, enough people saw what happened there and support this. Um, but we'll see what happens. So. Yeah, I think that about does it for us this week. Um, obviously, next week we'll come back. We'll talk more about what, uh, <laughs> what what's going on right now as we're recording in D.C. and the conclusion of that, as well as, I'm sure, a bunch of other shit. Um, eventually, maybe they'll, they'll get to count the electoral votes. We'll see. Um, yeah, so uh, if you want to support the show, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left. 
patreon.com slash move left merch available at tinyurl.com slash move left merch our facebook page is move left uh facebook.com slash move left idiots um brooke what's your podcast how do you what's the link for your podcast the link for my podcast it's a progressive news network and we're on blog talk radio so it's blog talk radio backslash (laughs) this makes no sense new mercury news and like new as in now uh, now new mercury news uh, on blog talk radio all right cool yeah so that's where people can find that i am on twitter at move underscore left and i'm on twitter at bike slutty and brooke what's your uh, twitter for people i'm on twitter at uh what is it at uh, oh nashville underscore brooke and uh, and actually that's a better place to get the podcast because i've got a link in my bio right awesome all right yeah and we will see everyone next week time than now.